it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 127, how to be a mom and run a business during COVID. So I have my incredible client here with us today. Her name is Christy Lingo, and she's a part of our mastermind as well as our membership. She attended our big event back in January, I Heart My Life Live, and she is one of the most incredible women I know. She is a hardworking mom of two boys who she's about to start homeschooling this fall, as well as someone who runs an incredible business, helping other moms become more productive in their lives, businesses, and with their families. And she is such an inspiration to me on a daily basis because of her positive energy, because of the way in which she looks at the world and how she shows up as a mom and as a business owner on a daily basis. So I've asked her to come and share a little bit about her own journey, how she was able to pivot into a new business as of early this year, how she's been able to not only take care of her boys, but spend quality time with them and find creative ways to stay busy and keep them entertained and continue to educate them throughout this crazy period that is COVID. And I know today, whether you're a mom or not, you're going to be inspired to find more productive ways to get things done, to take things off your plate and to continue to move your business forward. So let's go ahead and dive in. This episode was sponsored by the I Heart My Life Mastermind. The I Heart My Life Mastermind is perfect for you if you already have a business and you're looking to scale. We cover tons of different topics. We cover marketing strategy, revenue planning, team processes, everything you need in terms of mindset, high performance, really taking care of yourself as well as your business, events, publicity. We literally have seven coaches under one umbrella to support you and give you the answers to all of your burning questions. We host regular weekly workshops where you get your personal questions answered. We have retreats. You have a private Slack channel where you get to ask questions 24-7. You have an extensive resource bank that helps you put in place our cash method in your own business and much, much more. This is one of the most inventive programs around. I don't know anyone else offering the service that we provide. So if you are interested in growing your business and transforming your life, definitely book a call with us to learn more. Go to iheartmylifebooking.com and learn more about the I Heart My Life Mastermind. Welcome to the I Heart My Life show, Christy. I'm super pumped to have this time with you to go deeper into your story and to reveal a bit more about one of your big aha moments at our live event a few months ago. Thanks so much for having me, Emily. I have like goosebumps that I get to have this one-on-one time with you. (laughs) I know, it's so special. And you have the best energy, so I know that this episode is gonna be incredible and inspiring for everyone listening. So thank you so much for your time because I know you're you're a busy woman. Lots of lots uh is happening and going on in your life. I am an expert juggler when it comes to all things business, family, life. I um I've been doing it for a long time, so I have a bit of practice and obviously everything is always changing, but I have to have a lot of energy to keep up with two kids and running a business and starting a business and homeschooling. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Totally. And I know we're going to touch on that. But before we do, I want you to tell people how you got started. Let's talk about the story behind the success. Where did this start? 
So I actually started my first business in 2009. Uh, My husband and I were talking about having kids, and we both sort of worked jobs where we were out of the house a lot. And I also wanted to be able to have the flexibility as a mom to take time off to go to a field trip or to drop my kids off at school, to pick them up from school. I just wanted to be that part for them. And so I started exploring the idea of entrepreneurship. And basically what I did was I I had sat down and made a list of things I enjoyed doing. So one thing that I thought about was being a travel agent because I love to travel. And um, I thought about interior decorating. And at the same time, we had moved into our first house And I was able to get like the whole house unpacked, decorated, everything up. And we had a housewarming party four days after we moved in. And everyone was like, whoa, what is going on here? And it was because I was so organized. It was because I had a very clear plan in place. And I knew exactly what was going where. And I knew what needed to be, how the truck needed to be loaded so that our move day went smooth and all that kind of stuff. And so one of my friends jokingly said to me, well, you should be a professional organizer, which I didn't even know existed. And then I kind of went down that wormhole when I was doing my research. And went to a meeting of the National Association of Professional Organizers, met some great mentors. And that's sort of where my entrepreneur journey started. You know, I I mentored under those people, really had a business going and was able to completely leave my part-time job after three years, which was after the birth of my first son. And then I spent, you know, a good nine years really loving professional organizing. But then I started to feel a pull that I needed to do something else, that there was like another place that needed my help. And um, so I joke that I pivoted from helping moms to organize and simplify their stuff to helping moms to organize and simplify their business. And that's where I am now. Last October, I started a pivot into productivity coaching, time management skills for moms that run businesses and are trying to balance family life and business life. So amazing. So I want to touch on a few things that you talked about there. So when you left that part-time job, I'm curious to know, was there any fear, any anxiety, what was coming up for you, or were you ready and you knew that this was the right next step? You know, I had really leaned into this entrepreneurship thing and I felt ready. In fact, my business plan that I wrote out for my first business had me staying at that job for five years and I left after three. So I, but I think it's because I went all in. It's because I really was. I knew exactly what I wanted. I put every like minute of my focused time and energy into making that a success because I was passionate about the work that I was doing, but I was also passionate about living that life that I wanted as a mom where I could balance everything. And, you know, it, it sort of hit hyperdrive once I got pregnant and it was like, okay, I'm on a time, I'm on a time crunch now. I've got until this baby comes out and after my maternity leave that I really need to make sure that this is working for me. And, you know, I think that because I was motivated and because I believed in myself, I was able to make it happen uh, those two years earlier. I love that. And and I also love the fact that you had planned for it to take five years. And as you know, in working with us closely at I Heart My Life, we have a lot of people who come and they want results like yesterday. And I totally get that because I'm that type of person as well. But I think a lot of entrepreneurs put so much pressure on themselves to have made all the money as quickly as possible so they can get out of that nine to five job and do this full time. And obviously, that's an incredible goal. But what was it for you that 
made you decide to set the goal at five years versus say five weeks or five months, which is more of the norm? I think that Well, for one thing, at the time, we weren't married yet, and I needed health insurance. So there was that part of having a baby and needing the health insurance. Right. But um, I think that when I I did a template for a business plan, and it was like, you know, write out your expenses, you know, it's sort of similar to what you guys have us do in the mastermind when we first start, you know, just making sure that we are very aware of all the expenses, making sure of what comes in, what goes out. And when I looked at it in terms of what, how much time, it was going to take me to build when I talked to other professional organizers in the area about how much money they were making that I, I set that plan in place because it was when I thought I would be making enough money to make up for the salary that I had at my part-time job. And that, and so that's kind of what it was. And I think that once I saw I could make money, I challenged myself to get out there and make more and to make that happen quicker. Mm, Beautiful. I love that. And so I always love bringing out those little nuggets for people because there are so many different ways that you can think about entrepreneurship and starting a business and that timeline. So thank you for explaining that. And then I think another area where people often get tripped up is when they create something amazing and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, this isn't as exciting as it used to be, or I have this idea for something new. And so talk to us about the period of time where you started to kind of feel the pool to do something different different and any insecurities, any doubts or anything that came up for you around that time? Or again, were you just crystal clear and like, this is what I meant to do? No, absolutely not. That (laughs) that pivot was really tough time. I spent about two months like I am not like you said, I'm a very enthusiastic, very positive person. I spent about two months for the first time in my life really struggling with anxiety, with depression, with frustration. Um, you know, I had I talked to my doctor about it. I talked to friends about it. And I think that what it was is exactly what you're talking about, where there was this pull inside of me and I couldn't figure out what it was because I was successful doing something that I loved but I did wasn't passionate about it anymore. And that was confusing to me because I had, was so passionate and clear about it 10 years earlier than what happened. How did it break? And so once I had some conversations, I really started doing, that's when my mindset work really started. That's when I started with, um, you know, doing some gratitude journaling, doing some um, affirmations and things like that. And what it became to me was it wasn't a full stop and turn. It was just a subtle shift. I was still able to help people. I was still using my talents. I was still using the skills that I had developed as a professional organizer, but I was going to do it in a new way that sort of reinvigorated the excitement that I had about helping moms to balance their lives. And it just wasn't going to be about stuff anymore. It was going to be about time. And the thought of being able to give moms what I had discovered about being able to have a successful business and still spend tons of quality time with my family, it made me so excited. It's it's what lit that flame underneath me after I was really you know struggling for a couple of months. And so what was it that allowed you to finally give yourself permission to pivot or even I kind of just see it as you're expanding and you're finding another way to support moms. So what was it that gave you that permission? 
I had a conversation with a friend of mine. There was like this little group of business owning moms and she's she's kind of, you know, she's kind of harsh, <laughs> but I think that that's what I needed at that point. And she, you know, it figuratively with her words kind of shook me and was like, you have the power to teach people. You have the power to coach people. She's like, you have been coaching people for all of this time. So this inkling that you have in the back of your head that you can't do more with what you're doing is just, it's just false. And, you know, it was, it was a very harsh reality. And what she essentially said to me is like, you are never going to grow beyond what you're doing right now. If you keep going into people's houses by yourself and doing your things, you're never going to get beyond where you are now. And she knew that deep down, I wanted to be bigger. I wanted to do more and that I had the capacity to do it. And it took her very direct words to me to sort of like shake up. And then I had to go through that grief period of being like the lost and anxious and, and afraid before I could sort of like rise like a Phoenix from the ashes and figure out what it was that I, that I could be doing. Cause I knew in the back of my head that I wanted to do it. It would just took that sort of shaking to know that I could do it. I love that. Yeah. Sometimes other people can see things so clearly and we're so close to it that it does take that shake up. And this kind of leads us to the next part of the conversation. So you and I met for the first time at I Heart My Life Live in January 2020 in San Diego. And can you tell people about your experience where I kind of did the same thing without knowing it, gave you a bit of a shake up <laughs> that resulted in a transformation? So can you take us back to that moment? Yeah. And like, I, I'm actually getting a little choked up thinking about it because it was such to say that that weekend was life changing. It doesn't even begin to give it the, um, the importance that it had to me. But, um, I had gone out there with a friend of mine who's also in the mastermind, Rose Lounsbury. And we, um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know much about you. I didn't know much about James. I didn't know much about I Heart My Life. And I was just thinking I was going to San Diego in January. And, um, you know, the first day was great. It was super emotional. There was a lot of, you know, Dr. James was there and it was just a lot of emotions and a lot of, and we had gone out to dinner and we had some fun and we had some drinks and we went back to the hotel. And the next morning in the first session, you were asking who had done the homework. And um, I think maybe four people raised their hands. And we all were, we kind of got a stern talking to from you. And my immediate response was, um, you can't tell me what to do. Like, this is my vacation. Like, I am here for me, not for you. And I, I got really like, I could almost feel the anger flare up in me. And um, my immediate reaction was to just like, well, I'm just not even going to, I'm not going to do the homework tonight and I'm not going to do it tomorrow and I'm not going to finish. And I'm, you know, and it was this, this, this visceral re sort of reaction. And I actually um, wanted to read just a small portion from uh, the journal because when I had that reaction, even after just one day of being exposed to you and James and the stuff that you guys teach, I realized that that the activation, you know, I love that term that you guys use rather than saying triggering, you say the activation, the activation I was feeling was something that I had felt before and that it might've been something that had, had caused to had hold, held me back. And, um, 
I said, I'm wondering if this is an indication that Emily is the type of person I need to work with in order to push past the feelings of inadequacy or is what is holding me back. The only person that I hurt by reacting and not doing the work is myself. And then I wrote a couple different versions of that. But one of the... um, one of the last ones is I hurt myself by allowing myself to be activated negatively and refusing what it is that I need to do to grow. And wow. Yeah. It was, it was, it was such an aha moment for me. And you know, it's sort of, I look back and I, I hate to use the term regret, but it's like, I think of the part, times in my life when I've reacted similarly and like what could have happened there. But now I know, now I know when I get that feeling that it's sort of my insides telling me, why don't you lean into this a little bit? Why don't you, instead of pushing away and turning and going the other direction, why don't you lean in a little bit and see where this can take you? Because, oh my gosh, what world has it opened up to me when I could have done what I've always done and cut and run and just spent the rest of the time in the hotel room and not been there for your teachings and not be where I am right now, which is amazing. And I feel just so blessed that in just a short amount of time, you made such an impact on me to make me after 42 years, stop in my tracks and reevaluate the reaction I was having. Thank you so much for sharing that. And and first and foremost, kudos to you, like huge, huge congratulations, because not everyone rea- would react in that way. And so many people, the natural tendency is to go into flight, like you said, and, and get out of the room and go into resentment or go into fight when there's some sort of argument. And you noticed your body and the reaction and you decided, you know what, this is activating me for some reason or another. And if it didn't land, if there wasn't a small percentage of it that was true, then I wouldn't be reacting right now. And that's what we always need to recognize. Even if it's 1% true, it's our job to be looking at that and be the observer and ask ourselves, what does this actually mean? And like you said, lean into it because that's where the good stuff is. And that's where the, the true deep transformation actually happens. And when we got up on stage and asked about the homework, you know, Number one, I take full responsibility. I don't think I made it super clear what you guys were supposed (laughs) to do. But number two, we tried to just create an environment where, yes, it was going to be loving, excited. There was going to be a lot of excitement. There was going to be dancing. But also, we wanted to do really deep work. This was not about you coming and being entertained. You could do that in a variety of other ways in in your life on a regular basis. And so we were just adamant that this transformation would happen, but that only happens when people actually show up and do the work. And so I always say, we're not just listening for that entertainment, we're listening for the things that we're gonna implement, the things that are true for us, and we're actually gonna take the action, which is exactly what you did. And so I wanted to break break that down a little bit more for people so that when other people are faced with that moment where they decide whether they're gonna lean in or they're gonna run, they understand what's actually happening beneath the surface and are able to give themselves permission to really go there. Yeah. And I think that uh, anybody out there that's listening, if you are on a masterclass or part of Emily's group, so if she tells you to do homework, do it because not only will it be 
the best thing that you do for yourself, but you also do not want a stern talking to from her. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one of my early early, uh, coaches saying, you know, well, not every client follows the coaching. And I couldn't understand that. I was like, well, why are they paying money to just you know, go in a different direction and not actually follow what you're teaching them. And I think, you know, you're probably like me in that we've always been good students and it's always been important to to take the action. But of course, when you're running your own business, you decide what you do and what you don't do. And so it's just amazing to me how many people don't follow the coaching. And it's so important that, like I said, you're aware of what's actually going on because most of the time it's just lack of holding yourself accountable or there's some sort of resistance there. And that's the thing when you move through it, that's going to lead to the breakthrough. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree anymore. And so obviously you had come out there with Rose, who's one of my other favorites in the mastermind, and you had no intention of moving forward with coaching, or you didn't even know what we had to offer probably. So can you walk people through not only, you know, the transformation, but what happened next? Like when you finally realized, like you wrote in your journal, hmm, maybe this is someone that I want to work with. And how was that feeling for you, that awareness? Well, I think that, you know, I didn't even know what you guys offered when I was out there. I wasn't even sure what I Heart My Life was 100%. Like I said, I was a tag along with Rose. Yeah. But I I knew that going into this new business, that there was a lot about my first business, even though I had a business plan and I had some mentors, there was a lot of things from the beginning that I didn't set up the way that probably were set up correctly or, you know, that I could have done better. And so I knew that I was going to look for some sort of coaching at the start of the business. And, you know, to, to make this investment right at the beginning, at first it was sort of like, is this really what I should be investing in when I don't even know 100% what it is that I want to be doing? And the answer was 100% yes, because it's given me the clarity to figure out what my niche is. It's the systems, like I have never leaned into creating systems before, but I realized that being not being able to delegate with my last business or not having great systems in place because everything just kind of took off on its own and I didn't want to go back and create those systems later. All of that guidance that I've been able to get from the get-go as a new business owner, even though I had an experience in entrepreneurship, has been game-changing because I already have you know systems in place for when I want to bring on a VA or when I want to bring bring on other people to work with me. I have learned how to create a course effectively. I've learned about marketing. You know, there's just all these things. And the best time to do that is when you're a baby business. It's when before you are working 50 hours a week, doing all of the other creative stuff that you're doing, you want to get those things that groundwork laid. And that's just what's been so essential for me with this business is, yeah, I may be haven't reached the money goals that I wanted to yet. I'm getting there. But the the groundwork, I feel so secure and stable in everything that I've done. I feel like I'm learning to do things the proper way rather than just like doing it and then having to go spend, you know, a couple months going back and fixing what I've done or not being able to grow bigger because I didn't put the groundwork in. So that's really I, that was really the thing that drew me to the coaching. And, you know, I would do it again in a heartbeat. 
Thank you for sharing that and just illustrating that so beautifully because we talk about this all the time at I Hurt My Life. It's about laying that foundation. And for some people, that looks like the mindset work that they've never done, getting clear on you know what it is that they actually want, uh, training their mind to think positively and to look at opportunities versus lack. And then another key component of it is, like you said, the systems, the processes, all of the things that are going to create a stable business that's not just going to take off and then have have no clue, you know, what the next level is, or even crash and burn, but actually be stable and be able to continue to grow. And I think that's so, so crucial. And so many people are having to go back and fix things and and they forgot about certain steps. And so when you work with people who are ahead of you and who have done it before, you can learn from all the mistakes I made, all the mistakes our coaches have made, and be able to put those those things in place from the get-go. And I have to say, you know, you're on all the calls, you're doing the work, you're taking the action, you're visible, you're you're moving forward in every way. And that's the type of person we love working with because again, you're following the coaching, you're showing up, you're actually putting these things in place and moving forward every day. Well, and I love that you brought up the mindset piece because I didn't even mention the mindset and the high performance. Like those are things that admittedly, you know, a year ago, I had no idea about any of that kind of stuff. And I now see how vitally important they are because running a business isn't just numbers. It isn't just products. It isn't just coaching appointments or schedules. It's also yourself as a person and seeing that balance and having a family and doing all of this for the, for the idea that I can spend more time with my family or I can be there for my family in the evenings, that mindset and the high performance parts of the mastermind have made that so much easier because I see now that it's like spending time meditating in the morning or making myself have an end time for work is not slacking off on being an entrepreneur. It's essential to be successful. Yeah, I know that you hit a a big milestone recently over 100 days meditating consistently. Can you talk to people a little bit about your practice and how that's changed things for you? Well, I again, so energy can be a good and a bad thing. Uh, While it is amazing that I am able to do a lot of things, focus is an issue. And also, sometimes you can invest your energy in the wrong places. And um, as soon as I got back from I Heart My Life, James had had suggested that meditation was a great way to sort of harness your energy, work a little bit more focused. And I was already consistently waking up at 5 or 5.30 in the morning, but I was very unfocused in that time. And so upon returning from I Heart My Life, I downloaded the Calm app on my phone and I started my practice. And I went for 93 days straight, like I, I even on the weekends. And then like, kind of once summer hit and we were a little off, I've, I've missed a day here and there, but at least five to six days every day, I start first thing in the morning when I wake up with, uh, with a meditation. And some days it's like 10 to 15 minutes. Some days I'll do 30. But it for somebody like me whose brain is just constantly moving from thing to thing, it's taught me not only in the practice of sitting and meditating, it's not only taught me that to calm, but it allows me when I'm working and I feel that same action happening in my brain to sort of push those things aside. You know, I I kind of picture the karate kid where he's like, you know, doing wax on, wax off. That's what goes (laughs) on in my brain when these thoughts and these other things come in and they're interrupting my focus is I get the wax on, wax off, push it out of my brain and focus on what I'm doing. And because I'm able to harness the energy, work in a focused manner, 
I'm able to get things done before my kids even wake up in the morning. And then I have time to spend doing things with them in the summer or doing homeschooling with them. You know, I, I am able to do that because the meditation has provided me with the tools that I need to focus. So beautiful. Thank you for breaking that down. So at the time that we're recording this, it's the middle of August 2020. We've been through a few months of COVID. And the interesting thing about all of you who joined the mastermind at the beginning of the year was that we had no idea what was in store for us. I remember I was even telling James the other day, I was like, remember when we were standing on stage and it was like 2020 perfect vision and we could have never (laughs) predicted what was right around the corner. And I remember even, uh, you know, in March, when all of this first kicked off, we had to cancel our in-person retreat in Los Angeles and move it virtual. And we didn't know, you know, what was how how long this was going to be happening. And a lot of you, um, a lot of our clients like you have children. And so there was so much to figure out. And I'd love for you to speak to what you've been able to do, put in place and, and, and really kind of um, implement in your own life with your two boys throughout this period of time that I know will help other moms, whether they're in careers or businesses, because I have to say what you've done and what you've created and the way in which you've shown up for your kids has been so inspirational to watch. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And I am not just a person out there who is preaching that you should balance your home and your work life and that you can do it all, but I practice it. I really work hard to make sure that I wake up. Like I said, I wake up at five. Most days it's five right now. And I'm thinking of even backing it up to 4 a.m. when school starts again in a couple of weeks. But I have a very rigid schedule that I stick to in the morning. And when I say rigid, I mean it's time blocked. It's not like I do the exact same things, but I know that I'll be working on my priority tasks right after I finish my meditation and my gratitude and my affirmations every morning. And and that's how I start my day every day because if I get my headspace right, then I'm able to get more done because I'm focused and I'm clear. I get those big frogs. I eat the frog first thing, get the priorities out of the way. And then I basically just keep working until my kids wake up and I stop at that point. And then I eat breakfast with my kids. I sit and have a cup of coffee while they're eating breakfast. We um, usually read books. For instance, this morning, we read Harry Potter for an hour before I got onto a Facebook Live. And because I'm very clear on my priorities, I make sure I get those big tasks out of the way. And I'm also very clear about stopping and starting and making sure that every day we work in some sort of family time. You know, my boys are really great. They've learned from a very early age to play independently, which I think is so crucial when you have young kids and you're trying to run a business because there's a huge difference a huge difference between abandoning your kids in the house and just ignoring them and teaching them the skills to play independently. And that is what I have been able to do with my kids. I have taught them to play independently, which helps them to be more creative, to problem solve. And it also allows me to work in a focused manner when they're here. And that also was super great when we were schooling. And as we get ready to school again, starting here in the fall, uh, they are able to know, okay, these are your assignments. Do these three things. I'm 
going to go in the office and be working on my mom work. You go do your work. And then we're going to reconvene here uh, in a little while when you're done with your stuff. And, you know, like my younger guy needs a little bit more guidance. But for the most part, it's all about being structured, having a routine and making sure that everyone in the family knows what's going on. Kids Kids get it more than we realize. And they understand that daddy goes to work. He goes someplace. But mommy also works. And she needs focused time and attention. And I think that if you can be upfront with your kids about that, you're going to be a lot more successful in getting the time that you need to do the things that you need. And so when you're saying in the morning that you focus on the priorities first, can you explain to us how you decided what the priorities actually are? So they are the things that are going to move my business forward. And uh, and again, this has been a process in me figuring out, but we did the iHeart Growth Workshop in June and it just helped me so much. I'm actually getting excited to do it again uh, for quarter four, but it helped me figure out, okay, what is what is the focus product that I'm going to be selling this quarter? What do I need to do to create or promote that product? And then those are my priority tasks. What am I doing today to try to sell the thing that I created? You know, and back at the beginning of the quarter three, it was actually creating that thing because it didn't exist yet. So my first priorities was getting something that I could sell, which was my independence kids, independent skills for independent kids course that I created. So I created the course. And then again, looking at the, the, what we did during iHeart growth. Okay. Now I need to market it. Okay. What are the things that I'm going to do to market it? Because I think sometimes we spin our wheels so much as entrepreneurs that we just are kind of trying to figure out where we want to go. And the clarity that I got from the iHeart growth workshop helped me to see, okay, this is where I need to be spending my time. These are the tasks that I need to make sure that I am crossing off my list first thing so that if the other stuff doesn't happen, it's not detrimental to my bottom line. It's not going to prevent me from growing and building the business that I'm passionate about. Thank you. Yeah, that's so beautiful and such a reminder that everyone needs to hear because regardless of where you're at in your business, regardless of whether you're homeschooling or dealing with, you know, additional, additional, I was going to say time sucks, but that's not what your kids are. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is schedules that are a bit more constricted. You have to look at what, what are those things that have to actually get done to move the needle. And I'm doing this on a daily basis as well. Like looking through all the things that are on my list and thinking, well, what is priority? What do I need the most energy for? And that's what I need to focus on first thing so that I'm sure to get it done instead of leaving it till the very last minute or, you know, worrying about it for however long and then not actually doing it. And so that's so, so important. Thank you for explaining that. And when you're thinking about your actual, you know, work week, how many hours a week would you say you have dedicated to your business? Right now, I would say I'm probably 25 to 30 hours with a huge chunk of that. Like I said, I probably start actually, quote unquote, working at about six o'clock if I wake up around five. So from six to 930 would be like my focused early morning working hours. And then I usually have an hour or two that I'm either on calls or I'm on coaching calls or I'm doing live chats or things like that later on in the day. But 25 to 30 hours of dedicated work a week. That's incredible. And I know, like I said, I've really admired you throughout the last few months with what you've been doing with the kids. Uh, In particular, one of the projects I saw you do that you posted on Facebook and online was 
this, this experience for them, pretending like you were going places like Italy and then learning how to make pasta and really just leaning into that at-home life, but creating an experience as if you were in another country. Can you tell people a little bit about that? Yeah. And I, this is one thing that I pride myself on is being able to find the positive in any situation. And I really think that a gratitude practice is super helpful in that too. But I took the opportunity. I, we called it our spring break, spring broke staycation because spring break <laughs> was broken. Uh, but we each person in the family picked a different place that they were interested in. And then I came up with this sheet that was like, what are the animals that live there? What are the monuments that are, that that's popular for? Uh, where is it located in the world? And we, you know, we would look up stuff on YouTube. We would watch videos about it. Uh, we would learn about famous people from that place. And then we would have our evening meal would be something that was from that place. So I think we did Canada, Italy, and then my kids, they don't know the difference between countries and states. So they, they wanted to do Texas and California. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, all right. And then we did um, Lebanon. Uh, my husband wanted something from the Middle East. And it was fascinating. And they were so engaged. I tell you, you know, like they still talk about it to this day about how exciting that was and how much fun it was. And can we do that again? And we were talking about maybe doing it on like one, uh, one night a week, maybe Sunday nights or something like that. But it's really all about perspective. And that's where I've, I've done this whole sort of COVID stay home experience. You know, I am treasuring the extra time that I have with my kids. I'm thrilled that I've had this sort of force push from the universe to lean into this new business and to make it as amazing as I possibly can. And, you know, those things that I've done with my kids are just another example of I could be complaining that I have to spend time with them, or I could figure out a way to make this amazing and memorable. And I choose B. So incredible. Thank you for sharing that, Christy. And I love the fact that you're, you know, again, I don't really see this as a pivot. Pivot. I see this as you expanding what it is that you offer. But I feel like all of those years doing the organization, doing the planning, figuring that out, you've now been able to apply this in t- to the new business and also to your family life. And I think that's so powerful to consider because oftentimes when we make a change or we go down a different path, it can feel like, well, I spent all this year, these years building this other thing or in this career. And now what's going to happen? Can I actually apply that to this new type of work? And I feel like you're marrying the two so, so well. And it's such a a benefit that you have all of those years of experience. And I just want to share that and point that out for anyone who is thinking about pivoting or making a change. Like, Don't think that that means that the previous years didn't count for something or you can't use those skills and apply it to what you're about to do. Every chapter builds on the one that comes before it. Yes, totally. Every life experience that we have had makes us who we are today. And so whether, you know, draw from that experience, learn from that experience, use that experience and use it to take you up to the next level. Amazing. So what's next for your company and for your family? What are you excited about? You know, I am actually really excited for the school year to start. We are doing the whole year at home. We decided to do that. Um, We like the flexibility that it gives us and just it keeps our kids consistent. Um, And so we're doing that. And so I have just been the last couple of weeks really solidifying my morning routine. Like I said, I'm uh, my goal for next week is to start my quarter four planning so that I can really have a solid schedule in place for what I'm selling 
selling, what um, what my kids are going to be doing, what I'm going to be new needing to do to balance everything and juggle everything and before they start school on September 8th. So um, yeah, that's, I mean, I just, I'm just excited for what, what is around the corner. I'm staying open to any opportunities that come my way and just sort of relishing in all of the opportunities that I've been given. So you're the one doing all the homeschooling. Uh, my husband will be doing Mondays. <laughs> that was okay. part of the agreement. So he's going to give me Monday to work because that's his day off work. But, um, you know, like it worked out okay the last time. I think the consistency is also important with the kids. And to be honest, like I'm really lucky. I don't say I'm lucky. I have taught my kids very well to, to, um, follow a structure and routine. That's just been something that has always been very important to us. So uh, usually when I give them a task to do, they follow it. Mm, Love it. I love how you shifted that language and took, (laughs) you know, at least some credit there. (laughs) Awesome. And so what would you say to anyone who's potentially on the fence about moving forward with a coaching program or even a membership, something that's going to give them the support that they need in their business, in particular, those people who maybe are, you know, more at the starting point and are wondering, is now the right time? It is the best investment you will make in your business, whether you have been in business for five minutes or you've been in business for five years or 10 years. I... I had one coach before this, and I remember when I started working with her, I said in one of our first things, like, I kick myself for waiting seven years to do this because especially when you first start out, if you're by yourself, you don't realize some of the things that you're doing. You know, it's very easy that we talked about earlier. It's very easier easy for somebody to see from the outside what's going on with you, something that you might not see for yourself, something that might, you know, make your business, might make it easier for you to do things or something that is causing you stress that's unnecessary for you to be doing. It is so crucial to have that outside guidance, especially if you are a solopreneur or you're a beginning entrepreneur, do yourself the favor of getting somebody with experience to set you up for success. Exactly. No, I couldn't agree more. I I realized very quickly that I had no idea what I was doing (laughs) and I needed somebody to kind of lay out that path for me. So thank you for sharing that. And where can people find you, Christy? Yeah. So you can find me on social media at Business Savvy Mama. And my website is businesssavvymama.com. Awesome. And final question that we ask everyone, what is one way that people can create a life that's better than their dreams? Stop being afraid. There is no one that looks back and says, you know, looks back on their deathbed and is looking and is like, I'm so glad that I never did this thing that I was scared to do, but I really wanted to do, you know, I am, I'm definitely, I try not to have fear. I've skydived, I backpacked through Europe by myself. And, you know, even as a mom, I find that, that often the risks, obviously not too high a risk, but they're worth the reward. So if there's something that you really want to do, but you're afraid of doing, leap and your net will appear. Mm, Great advice. Well, thank you so much, Christy. I really appreciate your time and all of your wisdom that you've shared with our audience. We're grateful for you and your positive spirit is infectious. So thank you so much for what you bring to the world. 
hope you loved today's episode and that you're inspired to transform your own life and become more productive in every way. As Christy mentioned, we are here to support you. So regardless of where you're at on your business journey, make sure you book a call with my team today by going to iheartmylifebooking.com. Do not wait to get supported. You deserve to be fully supported as you move forward towards your dreams, regardless of where you're at in the process. And until next time, I'm Emily Williams, and I'll look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.